in all honesty, it does hurt sometimes to push out your, you know, your art to your certain friends or family, and then people will not support you. But then, you know, you always get this message, and they never say, hey, or they never ask how you're doing, but you get a link. And, you know, um, but in all honesty, in all honesty, this is the thing that I learned in life, is that on the road to success, there's only so many people that can fit in the car with you. Yep. And sometimes you just got to keep driving. Mm-hmm. All right? mm. You just dropped it on there. Mm. Just dropped it right there. Bars, guys, all day. Mm. <laughs> We're so happy that you downloaded. Yo, yo, what's going on out there, world? How we doing and shit? Welcome to CC's Trap House. This is your boy, Stacey. It is show number 215. Don't know why I'm speaking like that. Doesn't matter, though, because we out in this bitch. It's a Wednesday yeah. night. Usually we do these on a Thursday night, but thought we'd switch it up, you know? Yeah. Switch it up. I'm, re- <laughs> I'm really just trying to accommodate my guest here, actually. <laughs> It's really what was happening there, you know, with the switch up there. So, whoops. <laughs> oh, don't don't worry about it at all. Shit, I'll, I'll do this any day of the week. I would do this five to six times a week if I could. True. Those are lies. <laughs> Absolute lies. This is your boy Steezy. Like I said, it is show number two hundred fifteen. We out in this bitch across the road uh, from me right now. Across the road. Across the road. <laughs> yes, across the road. Uh, right in front of me. Second time on the trap house, but first time in the trap house, because the first time we talked was at uh, Starter Studio. Starter Studio, yes, yeah, indeed. It's my first solo show. Yes. <laughs> I, oh yeah, yeah. We have to talk about that too, because we did. We really didn't like get to get into anything at yeah. all while we were doing that. Yeah. You know, shouts to all the homies over there. No, but yeah. It was definitely about like a bigger picture, yes. which is understandable. I'm glad to be a part of it. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. In studio right now, we have East Docked with us. <laughs> you love the hey. way that I say this, yes. <laughs> Everyone has their own way of saying it. There's three ways, but please it's feel, really up Please to feel it. free to, uh, to educate all these people in all three ways. <laughs> I literally don't even know how to say it myself when I introduce <laughs> yeah. myself. It's different every time. It's either East Docked, Docked, or Docked, you know? I really like giving like the Docked. I, I like too. <laughs> getting in there with the phlegm. Very French. Yes, exactly. I, I like that, you know? Je parle un peu en français. <laughs> do you really speak French? Un <laughs> peu. Apparently more than I do. Petit peu. All I have is un, deux, and trois, and anything. Quatre, set, cinq. <laughs> See, I got shit after trois. That's it. <laughs> I got fucking nothing. Please shout out your social medias where people can find your art, anything like that along those lines, please. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm on Instagram. That's usually where all my art is, the whole database. That's where people can DM me for any commissions or artwork and stuff like that. And that's E-A-S-T-D-O-C-H-T, East Dodged. Yes. Yes, 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 indeed. (laughs) Or docked. Whichever one you want to go with. (laughs) I say the last one, honestly. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I just don't want to be pretentious. (laughs) But it's got flair to it. Yeah, right? It it, it brings like an atmosphere of like mysteriousness exactly like, oh, are you european i am but it's not german like it sounds yep yep <laughs> so you can uh follow the show 
Subscribe to us, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all that good shit if you want to subscribe to the show. It's always free. We don't charge you nothing uh, until we make it big time. <laughs> then we're charging out the ass, baby. Yeah. Out the ass. I can't wait because y'all are going to make it. $15 a show. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's a, hey, 15. You'll never get Nicki Minaj. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. No. Nikki's been going fucking crazy lately. She's going crazy. I'm very disappointed personally. Are you disappointed? <laughs> I'm disappointed. I'm a little disappointed too. I will put my plugs on hold so we can we can speak about this. Oh boy. <laughs> because why why are you disappointed? I'm disappointed because she's really becoming a mich- like a puppet. Like she's she's pushing forward a lot of very corporation like like it seems like it's all focus group based. Just the way she talks is very manipulative nowadays and her whole show is like a setup to like undo like damage control for the mm. things that she's went through so she can gain traction again because she, she's losing it. She definitely Harvey. doesn't seem as genuine as she was when she first came out on the scene. She's kind of lost it I think because of the money and mm. it's really sad when that happens because it's easy to be bought out when you can be without it being obvious because I mean that's the that's the way it goes nowadays. And I, I guess I can kind of understand like her situation as well because i mean she was fucking huge for a while yeah for a while while it must be hard <laughs> yeah, but it's like let's, let's be honest cardi is basically the new nikki like yeah she's almost like she's literally nikki, fighting her old, her old like self. nikki 2.0 straight up in yeah. my opinion in my yeah. opinion maybe uh, that's why i feel she feels so angry because i think so She's not the way she was before that gained her the popularity and she's trying to find it and she's I think lost. So. <laughs> like, it's but that's like a tough thing to deal with too in that industry, like the yeah. music industry. There's always new people coming in and out. Yeah, it's Espe- very competitive. Especially in this day and age when, you know, we have the internet and everybody can put their shit out there. Yeah. So And anybody can be bought out by those corporations that really want a certain message out there. Exactly. Most of the people that are coming out and getting big nowadays are very con- like contracted and signed and bought. Yep. Before even they get big. Exactly. And it's really hard to watch because it feels dis- like disingenuine. Yep. It's not real art anymore. Nikki. It's product. Fr- from us here at the Trap House, Nikki, we just need you to just <laughs> like take a sabbatical, <laughs> do some deep breathing. Take some weeks into the forest. Yep. Find yep. yourself, do some acid. <laughs> yep, exactly. Acid or mushrooms, either one. Either one, yeah. You know, or both at the same time. Ayahuasca even, I don't care. <laughs> I would fuck around with some ayahuasca if I could find it. I know that there's ayahuasca ceremonies being held in Orlando. I had no idea. Wow. Somewhere. There is a there is a church that I've heard of here in Orlando. That a church? Is, yeah, it's exactly a, a church, yes. <laughs> it's an ayahuasca church. It's, I, oh, what? I can't, yeah, you can't really like call it like, it's not like a Christian church or yeah. anything like that. It's just a church that they hold, they use the term church loosely. I know, I like that though. It's more That's like why a, I'm so yeah, surprised. It's like a spiritual place to mm-hmm. go take ayahuasca with a bunch of other people. Oh, man. That's definitely on my bucket list. <laughs> Are you ready to shit and puke for like two I to am three days? Sometime in the future, I definitely know I will find a way to make that happen because I don't want to die before I feel that experience. Every kind of psychedelic experience. I feel that. See, I'm right there with you. I just, I just yeah. don't think I'm necessarily ready right now to shit and puke my brains That's out. That's exactly how I feel. But Sorry. I know that sometime in the future... If I go down the right path. Exactly. <laughs> Once I've done like a nice little enema, you know, I've cleansed <laughs> myself out. Then you'd be you'd be heaving nothing. I think you should oh, definitely shit. have a good, um, healthy right. meal that's fi- full of fiber, and then mm. just like feel the release because it's always it feels good. 
to poop and <laughs> puke, you know? <laughs> Afterwards you're good. This is true. I just had Please. a I just had this dude on a couple of shows ago. And we were talking about puking cuz I love puking, honestly. <laughs> I don't necessarily like get up every day and want to puke. Yeah, it's not a hobby, but No, but if I have to puke, I'm going to puke like exactly. every time because you feel so much fucking better. Sometimes afterwards. I kind of like make it happen because otherwise i don't yes. i'm not gonna feel better like yes agreed hands down this could totally apply to so many things emotionally and like spiritually that we do apply it to physically that's the, why like the purging yeah the, the ayahuasca that's why the ayahuasca being something that makes you go through that is so i feel significant because yep. it's gonna it's gonna have a bunch of other uh spiritual and mental things that are gonna leave with you for sure all kinds of variables with that shit that is for sure yeah. Seriously, Nikki, go out to the woods. <laughs> take some ayahuasca. Calm the fuck down. Please, please stop tweeting crazy shit and talking about how you're going to punch Travis Scott in the face cuz that's just really I not miss a that. good. Look. <laughs> yeah, she cuz like the whole thing started kind of, I guess not with the uh, with Cardi, but that whole thing was starting when she was just like, "Oh yeah, my album's not at number one. It's behind Travis Scott, Astroworld. I this remember is, seeing it in the animation of this Summer is Days. crazy. Like this is insane. How am I not at number one? Oh my god! That's what. Yeah, that's Nikki. when I first started saying like, "All right, Nikki, we need to back up here a second because uh, this ain't all about you." God damn it! Yeah, like, I, like give the man had some a credit. good run and, and just like take a time away and like build something that you know will be accepted no matter. Like how long you've been in the business, something exactly. that's not based on your history. The thing that's amazing to me about that whole situation is that she freaked out that much about it being number two. She literally beat out every <laughs> other fucking person who put music out except Travis Scott. It's like, is that not fucking enough for you? God damn. Like, how, does, how, that could, how could that be possible to stay number one without it being like, I don't know. I, I would start not trusting the legitimacy of it. Yep. Honestly, I don't really like her new album. I haven't heard it. I'm honestly not too big of a Nikki person myself. So I'm not either. But I really wanted to hear this one out because I really wanted to give her like the benefit of the doubt. Like yep. if she's still making good music. Like, I feel that. And I don't know. I'm very disappointed in that, too. And then she said <laughs> she wanted to punch Travis Scott in the face on Ellen, of all people. It's hard to be behind somebody like that. Old, how do you tell old, beautiful Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> that you want to punch Travis Scott in the face, the person who was beating you in the billboard charts. Like, <laughs> God damn, that's awkward. Maybe she se she'll set up the fight. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be awesome. That'd if, be a great Ellen show. <laughs> if Ellen refed it too. Oh, oh, oh. She'll look good in black and white. Yo, Ellen's my homie. That's DeJenny. That's what that's I call De her. Jenny. Yeah, DeJenny. DeJenny from the block. Yo, that's... Oh, that's good. That's, that's good. my homie. Ellen and I go way back. We like this, son. Oh, shit. We tight. We tight. <laughs> Damn, that's a higher up or yeah, that's, echelon of people. Hey, DeJenny, come on the show one of these days. You know you know, I got you. $15. Out, out here in Orlando. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so anyways, please, Nikki, please get your shit together. That's uh, all I have to say about that. Agreed. Yes. So, yeah, uh, download the podcast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all those places. Give us a five-star review while you were there because we would appreciate that shit very much. And you can find us on social media. Twitter at Steezy Trap House, Instagram at STH Show, Facebook page, go on ahead and like that shit. Join our Facebook group, it's called STH Show also. You can use our Amazon link if you would like to support us for free for you. Anytime you buy shit on Amazon when you use our link, 
It doesn't cost you anything extra, and they kick us some money back from your purchase. What? That's a um, what? That's a great setup. How That's what I'm saying. It's not bad, right? Wow, not bad. Very yeah. impressive. I know. <laughs> I uh, I've gotten one check over my two and a half years of doing this. <laughs> oh my god! One check. We almost broke a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh man! It's, but it's the little things. <laughs> but that tells me though that people used it. Yeah. You know, like people actually used it. That made me happy. I never heard of it for sure. That's very like. Yeah, it's like win-win. Yeah. You're going to buy shit on Amazon anyways. It's very passive. Exactly. Just bookmark our fucking link in your <laughs> browser and use that instead of typing the little A into your search bar whenever you want to go to Amazon. <laughs> and you can find our Amazon link on our website. Go ahead and click that. Bookmark it in your browser. You can also support us through our Represent site, which I haven't checked in months, probably over a year. <laughs> but if you'd like to buy a t-shirt, you can go ahead and do that there. And last but not least, if you'd like to email the show... Steezy's Trap House at gmail.com. If you would like to email us a question, we can answer it on the show for you. Or if you would like to send us a little voice message through your phone, go ahead and email that over. I'll play it on the show and make fun of your stupid ass. Oh my God. And whatever you say. You can make fun of me, and I will make fun, fun of you back by all means. But I want the voice <laughs> messages. I want to hear your dumb, dumb comments, people at home. That's a very intimate interaction. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, it's like, that, that's how these things work. You know, I treat them like shit. They treat me like shit. And we go round and round from there. That's it's round robin. Um, oh, man. Yeah, so, no, but seriously, though, I would love to hear any voice messages you guys have. Feel free to email them over to me, steezystraphouse at gmail.com. And if you would like any stickers, send me your address, mailing address, and I will send them to you for free. Wow. Boom. So many good options, man. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. I got to say, first, right off the bat, your fucking shirt is amazing. Thanks. It's a knockoff from a, it's a knockoff from like a really expensive shirt. <laughs> I was going to say, what, what really expensive shirt would that be? Um, I think it's by the brand Unif and it's literally the same design, except it doesn't stretch and then like lose its color. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Got Wait, so your shirt doesn't lose its color or no, that one doesn't? That one doesn't. That was probably better quality. This one's only $10. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. People yeah. at home, we're, we're talking about this huge, like, it's just rainbow pretty much everywhere. All with over another the rainbow. Yeah, with another rainbow in the middle. It's pretty fucking dope. Thanks. It's yeah. like very stimulating visually, yeah, I have if to it's, say. Yeah, if it's all the paint that's on my uh, overalls right I now. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, you matched very well. <laughs> Thank you. Master at, master at fashion, I must Home say. Home Depot, $4. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where are you from originally, might I ask? Um, I'm from Russia. I was born there um, in Sarata, right next to the Volga, the big old river there. Now, for someone who's never been to Russia and knows where those places are... <laughs> Um, it's, uh, south east of Moscow. So like going down, like, it's just like a random, very small, but inner city ish town. <coughs> gotcha. Okay. So kind of like outskirts of Moscow, I guess, or like a little further away, further away, more in the countryside near okay. the river. Yeah. Word. There's a big river that like goes to the right of Moscow that goes throughout the entire country. Did you grow up fighting bears? Everyone asks me that. <laughs> And, um, Did you grow up fighting wolves? Do people ask you that? Um, no, it's usually the bears, I think, because okay, let's go. So with, let's go with the wolves then. <laughs> Fuck the bears. Fuck the bears. No, man, I I haven't fought any wolves, but one of these days. But I've, I have fought a bear. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Was it a grizzly bear? Oh man, <laughs> I think grizzly bears are actually in America only. I think I'm not too sure about that. 
No, no, no. It's grizzly, grizzly, brown grizzly, grizzly bears are what's very popular in Russia. Oh, really? Yeah. And okay. I didn't fight him, but my dad. I watched my dad shoot him way back in the day when we were going to the forests very often. So you've like, actually seen bears though, like in yeah. real. I fuck. That's crazy. No, like there's in Russia, it's free land right now. Um, even now, they are still, I think, offering that. But back then in the 80s, everyone that had, uh, was a citizen was pretty much given free land in the countryside. And everyone went and built their own like mobile homes on it and made what dachas. Dachas because they have so much land. That's and I, true. I had like three different summer homes from my extended family that I would go to all the time. And a lot of them would be right, I mean, completely in the wilderness. No national forest. There's no rangers. There's nobody out there for miles and miles and miles. No internet, no nothing. In the, ra- in the raw, wild Russian country land, my dad built motorhomes. And I, I literally saw quicksand before. Like a huge, like, crater of quicksand with trees and animals in it. And I had to, like, like tiptoe around it with my family. Like, I went through forests of, like, what spiders. What <laughs> Drank from streams. Like, and then I moved to America. <laughs> you were out there, yo. You were out. Wait, what age did you move to America? I was six, but I will always remember those memories because the life I had after I moved back was in flatland with concrete buildings, no like marshes of anything. Mm. That's very foresty, very sunny and tropical instead of kind of normal climate. Yeah. And just like people who bullied me that I didn't understand and couldn't connect with. It was really like. But now I'm here, and I, I would never change it for the world. I feel that. Have you been back to Russia since? Yeah, I used to visit it all the time, but it's been like five, it's been six years now. Damn. Yeah. How do you feel about your boy over there? You know who I'm talking about. Old Putin. Oh, my God. I had to draw Putin for my grandmother's <laughs> birthday before because my family loves him, but I, I do not. I think he's a fucking monster. I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah he's, a, he's a little bit evil, to say the least. I can feel my nationalism, like, rumbling inside me sometimes, and I try and kind of, like, give him the benefit of the doubt, but there is nothing to doubt. There is just, like, he's pure evil. It's just so crazy, though, because I, I had a foreign exchange student as a roommate uh, maybe seven or eight years ago. Shout out to Kozin, my homie. He's, uh, he's back over there in Russia. He's doing his thing, too. He's killing it. But that yeah. that boy was so for him, like so for Putin. It's literally most of the time, it's not really about Putin himself and what he stands for, but nationalism and being proud of your country. Yeah. And they take a lot of how they are when it comes to appearances and um, social interaction as well from their skewed understanding of what America is. And I have a lot to say about that, being someone who was in between. Yeah. I got to see both sides. And I mean, I was picked on by like grown ass woman because I had a fluffy hat on that had like little paws that go down and stuff like that. But everything else wasn't like perfectly fine. I wasn't like wearing holy clothing, but they called me a bum. They said like, why are you wearing something like that? You chinchilla, you crazy. Wait, was that in America? In Russia. Oh, in Russia. Russia. Okay, Because it's like so strict. They try to stay really, really like, I don't know. They misunderstand exactly what America stands for, but do they? Because I feel like America doesn't let out anything it doesn't want, pretty yeah. much. Something is easier for us to understand about America being living there that others do not. And it makes a lot of sense when it comes to seeing the interactions of the countries and like immigrants that come here or American people that go there. I feel that. Do you miss it at all? 
I mean, yeah. it is your it is your native country. I'm yeah, a, I'm sure it. you miss it. Yeah. My parents were like, no, 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 it's gross. There's trash everywhere because there's like a bad system and like there's like all the um, roads are like rumbling, rumbling like concrete. There's like broken parts and like it's really dangerous. But I love it. Like it's this industrial kind of like atmosphere that like just supported this wonderland that was my childhood. And when you're a child, everything's fucking magical. Yeah, definitely. But I had an exceptional childhood until i moved here and then oh damn america America. (laughs) so it'll always be like and it's not really america's fault it's just but yeah yeah it is is, (laughs) my parents were really really stressed and very much bullied and you know like it it was not a good time it's definitely i mean i'm sure of it let's see you moved over when you were six so i mean that's like maybe like right after cold war era i was guessing it was literally the month before 9-11 oh fuck (laughs) yeah August oh, 2001. Fuck. So I knew what it was like, not only being my first time ever being in a plane or like going anywhere to another country. When I saw Florida's lights in the darkness when we were nearing up, we're nearing it after going all the way across the sea, it was the first time I ever threw up, and I threw up like three, four times. Goddamn. <laughs> I a, knew it deep down. <laughs> that's a hell of a way to be broken into throwing up. That is for sure. Oh my god. You went for the gusto there. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Poor six-year-old me. So where did you guys move to then at first? Uh, Kissimmee. Um, I lived I'm with my godparents. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Went to the Reef Club. Shout out Fountainhead. I have no <laughs> idea what that is. <laughs> They're probably all like destroyed by now. <laughs> like These apartment complexes. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. I'm a it sounded nor- impressive. I'm <laughs> a North. I did. I was just like, what is this? It's like some fucking Illuminati Freemason <laughs> shit. <laughs> I thought it was like some type of like crazy no, secret just society. My daycares. Oh, oh, okay. You know, just the daycare. Yeah, whatever. Tomato, tomato. Shut out. Same shit. Same shit. I'm from North Florida, so mm-hmm. originally, so I don't necessarily have like the. It's kind of country. The Central Florida kind very, of country. Very south. I was gonna say it's a little more than kind of country. <laughs> uh, from what I know. Your your boy was ten minutes away from Alabama state lines. So. Oh. Yep. How did you survive? <laughs> uh, you deal. I mean, it's just, I don't know. You just deal. Yeah. Like, that's just the way of life when you grow up around that shit, you know? I'm very lucky to not have gone into a South-influenced uh, area because I, my parents were falling right for it. And, like, it was just, oof. it would have been a worse time. Yeah, I mean, I definitely was called every single name you could ever think of. Like, so a lot of people thought I was, like, Middle Eastern. You uh, do have a kind of, yeah. A little bit, on. yeah. Uh, spe- I mean, when I before I cut the locks off, though, everybody, you know, thought I was just like Caribbean, you know, Jamaican, which yeah, I, I am. Yeah. I am Caribbean. I'm Puerto Rican. Oh, okay. But once I cut the, it's funny, once I cut the locks off and I went through TSA, because I just went to Atlanta a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. I went through TSA. I'd never have problems with TSA at all with the locks. As soon as I walked through there with a shaved head and a beard, Every motherfucking TSA agent was just staring me down. Oh, my God. I got the quote-unquote random pat down. Oh, my... Like, as soon as I go through the detector, the guy just tells me, he's like, yeah, so uh, I'll be patting your groin, your buttocks, all that stuff today, so just get ready for that. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I bet that's all the... (laughs) I bet that's the best he's get. I turn around. um, I'm done with the, uh, the groin buttocks pat down, and I'm like, all right, let me get my bag. They've got my bag over off to the side and they're rooting through all of it. Oh my immediately. god. Immediately. And as I'm waiting for my shit to be done being rooted through, every single agent in there is just looking at me. Like they're all staring at me. 
I was like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. That is so like, I don't know. It's but, not fair. Like, but it is what it is. Like, yeah. it, it's a sad reality of our, you know, of yeah. our situation now in this day and age. But growing up in Pensacola, being called every single name in the book, like from, from every, every different race you could think of, like, because nobody knew what I was. So I got called everything, which is wow. It's interesting to think about. It basically just like hardened me from a young age. Yeah, and that's that's very unfortunate. I mean, my perfect world wouldn't like allow that. Yeah, but I, I always say though, you know, a lot of people get really bummed whenever I say that, and you know, they'll say like, "Man, that that fucking sucks. I wish that didn't happen." But that may be who I am today. Yeah. And in this world, you know, there is no yin without the yang. Yeah. There is no light without dark. Like we can try as hard as we want to avoid it. S- yeah, to to stomp out all the negative shit and the racist people. It's necessary. And, but it's never gonna go away. Like it's it's yeah. not going to not happen. Like there will always be dark where there is light. Yeah. It's it's just inevitable. It's all about perspective, and you can create your reality. So you're not bummed out, and you you can find the good in the bad. Exactly. I just knew from a young age that the all these people were fucking ignorant, and they had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Like they had a completely different perspective of reality, and that was it. So I, I was just able to tell myself that from a young age, and just move on from it. Yeah. Not let that shit bother me. So being my passing was like it made it easier for me. But because I had an accent, they would always um, make fun of me and be like, oh, say this word or like, oh, we won the Cold War. Mm. You're like communism sucks. (laughs) Like, how does a small six year old child (sighs) know about the Cold War unless they told their dad that they had a little Russian person here and the dad told him some hateful shit to pass on. Exactly. And then I told my dad and he got real angry. (laughs) and He told me to tell him all these facts about a Russian history after World War II that I had to memorize <laughs> and I will never forget. <laughs> so you had homework going home and then a homework at home going back to school, basically. Pretty much. God damn. Just to fight, like, apparently these people who, like, would not accept me. But that's fucked. That's only, like, I cannot imagine what it would have been like to go through that because we would still um, go back and forth after 9-11 and it was easier for us than if we were brown or yeah. if we were really really dark most definitely and like, that shit is crazy your accent is great though now i mean yeah it's been like 14 15 years i still still slur my words weirdly and pronounce some things differently but i think i got it pretty good yeah i think you're, i think you're okay <laughs> i actually suck really bad at doing a russian accent for some reason i can still speak it but what it's is- because i know it and i can't fall to the stereotypes of the word infliction okay it's like it turns into british <laughs> i gotcha i gotcha Wait, is your family still like around here in Florida? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we speak um, Russian all the time, like perfectly fluently. Gotcha. Now, I, since I'm Puerto Rican, you know, like mm-hmm. we all are fucking with Spanglish all the time. Is yeah. there is there like a a Russianlish? Russianlish, pretty much. Oh, Russianlish. Okay. <laughs> so you already have the term ready. I mean, I've I've heard of the Spanglish part way back when I first got here, and I like slowly. My parents also like don't speak Russian the same way as they used to. And I definitely don't. I mm-hmm. speak worse than my little sister. Uh, but it's still enough where I can communicate and we all just put English words in our, like, our talking. It's, I feel that. It just, like, comes out naturally. Yeah. it's. I don't know why it happens. I think it's just a simulation, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Which there's a way we could just keep it 
like strong kind of like almost like separate the two mm-hmm. and you know have let this have its own identity and then let the english have its own identity as well yeah. I, I totally understand that because you lose the language a little bit when you try speaking it only because you were using it as a, uh, english as a crutch for so long yep most definitely so you moved to Kissimmee, mm-hmm. like six years old. Yeah. When do you start like getting involved with art? Were you drawing like from a young age? Oh or? yeah, I remember drawing way back in kindergarten in Russia, like little U-shaped faces with weird hair. And um, I mean, I didn't really start drawing very seriously, and not seriously as in like an adult who's trying to see it as a profession in the future, but seriously as in seeing that it is something that brings me like really good joy and like. Yeah something that I can go to whenever I'm down or like just processing something. And I would draw like it has been at least more than a decade. So like around 10, 11 is when I started drawing and like keep on keeping on drawing. And it started with copying from the computer on like some notebook textbook gorillas. Jamie oh, Hewitt's art. Shit. Yeah. And unfortunately some furries, but we don't have to talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> You mention it now, so now it's a little too late. Um, and then a lot of anime. And then I, I would just, like, keep drawing because it really, like, it's just, like, a lot of people tell me, oh, you have real talent. You have a really creative mind. And, I mean, it's understandable, like, that I perhaps have an infliction to being, like, creative and, like, imaginative, being a Pisces. But uh-huh. a lot of it was really hard work of finding out, like, I was completely self-taught. Like, the best I had was high school where art class and then creality but i never was like oh shit you went to creality <clears throat> yeah i did literally like a sculpture class and then one figure drawing class like okay i gotcha it wasn't really like it was literally just being put in front of like uh for the drawing class for in front of like a statue and then being made to draw it like there was not as much it was more an adult class before i really needed to be an adult class but i, gotcha. I was already so self-taught that i i kind of was able to work with it Damn, that is crazy, especially like when you've been drawing from such a young age and yeah, it's something you can just kind of nurture and continue on with, you know? It's definitely, I have my hiatuses, but it's, it's, it's really hard to explain. It's like when you have a passion for something, it's never going to leave you. And as long as you don't have some kind of setup mentally where you're going against it for some reason, like somebody who's ashamed of like what they're passionate about. Yeah. Um, for me, it was a passive thing, like drawing in the margins of my work, like or my my homework, or just like at any random moment on like stained glasses or stuff, or condensed glass or something like that. Like, it's it'll always follow you and it'll always be there as long as you nurture it and you're you're aware of that. And a lot of people think it's just something I was born with when it's something I worked over a decade for. Yep. And I'm still behind in my opinion i think i still have a lot to learn when it comes to all the other like extremities when it comes to art that isn't just the drawing itself the socializing the, like getting it out there and make sure that you're on point when it comes to the message yeah most definitely like and i'm assuming obviously that it's got to be cathartic as fuck too like oh yeah like especially if i'm going through something sometimes it's easier to deal with the fact that you have this like loss or like this grief because you know that something good's going to come out of it Yep. and you run with it and it's, and it's, it helps you find that better perspective that can ha- help you like handle the situation better and see the bright side and see the future and not be like 
fish bold because another thing I do is um, I like kind of overshare on social media sometimes, but I feel comfortable being vulnerable with people. And in the same way, it it's because of all the times that I've shown people my art, no matter how bad it was, no matter how on the nose and like grimy and stinky with my gross, like deepest entrails. Yeah. But still show it to the world. It's like a vulnerability that it's very special and it like not a lot of people have that vulnerability yeah, that's br- for sure it brought me a lot of agency in life like i, I can tell you that right now i mean myself personally i've definitely be- i mean i i guess I, I don't know if it's common for a lot of dudes you know but like I, i'm definitely one of those guys that you know internalizes a bunch of shit you know and i, I deal with it in my own way later on and i don't talk to anybody about it it's unfortunate (laughs) i know like i don't necessarily but that's why that's why i do this though yeah that's why i do the podcast exactly like this is straight up my therapy i always feel like yeah and i i try not to like unload my shit on guests that come in here and everything you know but if i do have an episode where it's like just me and a couple homies or whatever Mm -hmm. and i don't have to focus on you know, talking to somebody else, like then yeah. I will unload my shit on them for sure. Well, if you hold back your shit for so long, you're gonna burst in the worst exactly. moment. So it's good to make sure that is maintained. A lot of people leave it like they can ignore it and it'll go away, or it'll rot, and then hopefully the, some ants will eat it and you have an empty space. But yep. no, it's going to constantly be there and it's going to grow. And yep. you gotta let it. You gotta release. That shit's just a straight burden at that point. You know, it yeah. just gets bigger and bigger and it weighs and you down. And then it's their normal, so they accept it and they don't. like they don't have the self-awareness to be able to see that it's something that they need to work on or instead they like oh whatever this is just the way the things that life gave me i'm gonna just accept it and move on instead of looking at it embracing it because it's too hard most definitely now i will get back to the art in a second i heard you mention gorillas earlier which is absolutely one of my favorite 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 groups of all time. Mine too. Fuck with the gorilla so heavy. And uh, Damon Alburn, if you're listening to this, wherever you are, you beautiful man, you. Beautiful. God damn you, sir. Beautiful man. You're just a fucking genius, my friend. Uh, what is a demigod, I swear. Was that like kind of the, the vibes of music you were listening to like from yeah, a young very age? very alternative. When I, when I came, before I came to America, I was listening to a lot of like Phil Collins and like um, Sting and The Offspring and The Which Gorillas. Is awesome also by the way <laughs> all my parents' tastes um i love phil collins and sting <laughs> so anybody at home you know if you got you got some shit to talk come talk to your boy because i'll set your ass straight <laughs> whoops because those are the ones that i kind of dropped <laughs> oh god damn it it's okay we're gonna um, have a conversation after this show and i, I will set her straight people at home don't uh, worry don't worry about it yeah i'm not into the more classical i'm more into the more modern alternative like more Less kind of like I don't know. Sting is a little too country based for me. Like country, really sounding. Sting too like rock and roll kind of like Lincoln Park. Wait, I don't think uh, it's Lincoln Park. Yeah, I don't know about Lincoln Park, but you know I, I can understand like the a little rock thing there. Yeah, Metallica. I think I'm talking. Okay, okay. But I don't know. It, it's like it's old stuff. <laughs> it, de- it definitely is old stuff. I like the modern like new sound of people that are pushing the frontier tour. A different sound like, so were you not growing up listening to russian folk music either i was and it wasn't it was some folk music that was parody but a lot of it's like really weird pop that sounds 
exactly the same each time. It's like the same format. Like reggaeton. Right? But that's different because it sounds beautiful and it's a good time. Is but it different pop, though? It is because it's good. But pop, the Russian pop really like it makes my the hair on my neck stand because it's just so mind numbing. It's like it's like I don't know how to explain. There's no there's nothing to enjoy. <laughs> maybe it's like maybe that's just the way us two feel about our own people's music. Because Perhaps. I understand that reggaeton is a great time and mm-hmm. all those people, especially when it first came out. All of those clubs, all the reggaeton clubs, it was basically just like people were just having sex in the club. Like That's that's great. I know. Pretty, I love daggering. It is great. <laughs> it is a good time. But it all sounds exactly the fucking same to me. And I'm just like, God damn it, people. Can we please like do something creative, different, That's anything. so interesting. I like, know. I love Lee Scratch Perry. Like, I love that stuff. Oh, I fucking love Lee Scratch Perry. That's, that's the whole different situation. Like... That's are you talking, talking are you talking about you're talking about reggae i think reggae is I'm reggaeton about, different yes reggaeton is like that's where i don't fucking know shit <laughs> reggaeton, see I, we're talking about Inform i'm talking me. about like like daddy yankee and shit like that the boom chip boom chip boom chip boom chip boom that type of stuff it's literally the same beat every single time <laughs> same beat every single time and some whiny puerto rican singer over it and it's not it's just not good damn yeah that shows how much i've experienced Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. No, so I uh, no, I love reggae though. Like Lee Scratch Perry. Lee Scratch Perry's the man. Okay. Absolutely amazing. Anyway, that's why I was so confused when you were like, "Oh no, it all sounds the same." I was like, "What?" Oh no. Okay. See, now I understand. <laughs> now, now I, I understand. So, I, that's why I was baffled. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. So gorillas, though. Yes. How did you get introduced to gorillas? Like my parents, and from then on, like I fell in love with them. I listened from like. I don't remember the, where Clint Eastwood was the thing. I remember buying the CD in the weird bizarre market that is Russia because mm. they don't give you the, the CD case. <laughs> what? It's all in a weird wall that like they built and it's like, I don't know why. I really don't know. Fair I think enough. it might have been pirated. That's why. More than likely, yeah. But it was still good. And then... Still fire. I just like, I really love their art and I love their animations. I remember watching the little shorts that they had, the eel, the eel shorts or whatever. Everything was just so different that yeah. they did. Like and it, it was all it's quirky and it was alternative. It was weird in a way that's not very acceptable nowadays, especially by my parents. For some reason, they still listen to them, but they didn't like the way they were so, I don't know, badass and just like yeah. weird and quirky. Like I loved their... Um, their huge ha- castle that they had. Yep. That website I would go on all the time, play little games yep. and listen to... It was just, just like a like, whole new thing that they did. Like I know. the sound of the that was music new in the day. and just like the the videos, like you said, the little clips that they would do, yeah, the all website. that stuff. It was like they had their own little backstory to their whole. And they still do. And yes. It's amazing. It just yeah, it's been running this whole time. I know. I that's what impresses me so much. That's what like really makes me stand for them because they put so much time and meaning and meaning yeah and effort into it. Yep. It's just like a whole concept in in itself, like the whole thing. It's fucking awesome to uh to listen to the gorillas. And I got to see Damon live like what was it? Three or four years ago? Or five I years ago? Hate you so much. <laughs> you saw God. Yes, yes I did. Yes I did. I saw God and then I uh and then I, you know, passed out on acid directly after that. So Yes. That sounds like an amazing time. It was a good time. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> Pretty fucking good. Not gonna lie. <laughs> to see Damon Alvarn, oh my god, and then pass out from acid. It's pretty dope. 
it's, it's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not to you know humble brag, you know. Yeah, but it is. It is what it is. Oh man. So uh, I, I just because I love the music conversations. Where do you mm-hmm. branch out from? from there because i know we had the huge nikki talk at the start of yeah, this yeah i've never really like listened to nikki that much like willingly before but i still was uh listening to her stuff on the radio and listening to some of her albums before and i don't know if i'm not enough of a fan to be saying what i did say but okay i'm more into the more alternative music than um popular mainstream pop or, or hip-hop gotcha um after gorillas i Actually, like, my whole family are Scientologists, and I was raised on it like some people with Catholicism. Really? It's kind of the reason why I'm here in America and why we moved. Um, okay, so I was shit. working at a Scientological or a Scientology church for a long time. Really? Like, working, working, and doing courses there, and, like, I, they're still in my life. My parents are still letting them in, and I hate them so you've been like audited and shit like that oh yeah oh yeah since i was young oh that's fucking crazy i, mean, I don't want to say like like that like that's fucking crazy it's fucking crazy though. okay fair enough i, I will say it. that is fucking crazy they're a cult just yes. for the record they're a cult they're a scam straight up my parents i don't they 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 hone in and they prey on weak families like who are vulnerable who are like usually like not English first speaking who aren't um, high class, higher class, like mm-hmm. very poor. Like it's, it's insidious. That's it's like fucked up the thought plan. of the thought of religion in general and churches when it comes to like tithing and getting money. That's the entirety of what Scientology is as long as like added in some like bullshit pretty much. I went to a communication course where it's like the dumbest shit, like, defining two or standing or sitting in a room and staring at someone for hours on end i mean i the stories go on my parents live in clearwater like right outside mm-hmm. the clearwater oh boy. so i've so yeah, flag i've been there in person like outside and seen the Stay building away. they will I mean, grab you they will take you oh, in they're, not, they're <laughs> definitely not taking me that is for sure they will do everything in their power and they and they they prey on the politeness of somebody mm. so you have to be rude to get them away and unfortunately my parents let them in the house because i live with my parents at the moment uh, and then they come to my room and they try to get in and they talk uh, like i have to slam the door in their face and it's really like i have nightmares that they're gonna come and like chloroform me and take me away to this i I almost at 12 years old i was almost sent to that uh to sea org the ship where they have literally like slavery like two dollars yeah yeah an hour and auditing the entire no fucking way i was close and i didn't even know it (laughs) i was just actually i just i remembered yesterday with my friend that i there was a anti-psychiatry propaganda video that i absolutely loved it was like my little horror movie Uh where they like completely focused in on how psychiatry had zero cures quote unquote um went around like you know the street asking people how many cures psychiatry had and like using footage that was like demonstrational archaic um practices from like hundreds of years ago of like you know the ice bath or stuff like that like them being held against their will like literally a horror movie scape it was all fake but i loved it and i was 12 years old like what the fuck, man? Oh my god! That's like straight. It's just straight up brainwashing. It's at that literally. Point. I was brainwashed for a long time, and it was only because I was getting lazy and tired of like working and like dealing with it all that 
I had any like it's because of that because I still believed in it I was just too lazy and then afterwards I started realizing what the fuck is going on <laughs> so like what age was that then that was um around 13 I worked with them for like I worked worked with them for two years and uh-huh. then after that I still did courses for a while because my parents pressure I mean yeah I mean at that age you really can't you're really just doing what your parents yeah. want you to do so I mean, it's $150,000 to get clear. Fuck that shit. With all the courses and auditing. And it's all tax-free for those motherfuckers, too. Except for the people paying it. Yeah, except for the people paying it. But, yeah. you know, the church, quote-unquote, of Scientology is recognized as, as a, religion. a religion. So, Re- Which is the, bribery. Biggest, the biggest fucking crock of bullshit I've... E- oh, my God. This is crazy. I've never actually really got to talk to anybody that's like been really involved with it in their lives. Before. I know. I, I took me a long time still into my adult years. I think because I was so isolated during like 16, 20, I didn't know that it was so like different because yeah. it was like we went to church every Sunday there. Like we, we talked about God. We talked about it was like mess. It was like normal. And I worked there. So I like was involved in all the inner workings like being involved with your church mm-hmm. so i thought it was normal a lot of people also expressed the same thing but when i they didn't understand what scientology was because i think it was kind of new yeah i don't know it's still i mean it is crazy to think about too from my perspective as well because i mean i i personally kind of view most religions as cults anyways yes me too. Um, i grew up uh catholic you know, I'm confirmed in the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. and I can tell you I basically haven't set foot in a church <laughs> since then, since I was confirmed at what, like four, no, I guess I was a little older. Uh, when was I confirmed? I guess like, yeah, like 14 or 15 years old or some <laughs> shit like that. But it's just Good. like when you when you realize what actually is going on and all of the things that are being taken advantage of by the people yeah. That you think are like directing you to heaven and all this shit, you know, and it's and you find your free will and choice in making that decision instead of your parents. It's fucking, it on it's you. fucking crazy. That is for sure. I mean, I I can't understand it on the same level that you that you have, you know. Like, yeah. I, I can't necessarily empathize with it like that, but I can definitely understand the idea of it for sure. Yeah, it's very elitist. It's very insidious. It's so I take it if you try to talk to your parents about it, it's a it's a it's very not defensive. Yeah. Very very like. Um, yeah, there, there are some things that very, very clearly show that there is not enough regulation when it comes to certain activities. Like, I don't want to mention it, but I've mentioned it to my parents and they're very, very, like, they're very well brainwashed. Unfortunately. Gotcha. That's yeah. fucking shitty, man. This all came from me trying to tell you about where my music branched off. <laughs> <laughs> We went straight from yeah, went straight from gorillas and alternative music yeah, to Scientology. There was a um, there's a person that I worked with there named Dominic who um, showed me the band Hot Chip. I've heard that name. They were so good. They were everything that I needed in that moment because for I was getting kind of burnt out on gorillas because it was all that I liked, and I didn't have the opportunity to find any other kind of good um, bands because I was bullied a lot i didn't have a lot of friends yeah and it was all from my parents um tastes but it was nice it was hot chip was like the alternative ambient but weird i know direction hot chip. i like i know hot chip it took me a second to like yeah to work it in there yes the kind of older guys yeah definitely 
but they're they're popping and they're still popping and I love them. And from then on, it came. Um, it went through and I found Tori Moi, I found Bibio. Fire. I found um, Animal Collective. Fire. Like those really opened up. I Without those bands, I would not be the artist I am today because I do not, I still cannot draw. I mean, I can, but I do prefer not to like draw without art, uh, music because mm-hmm. it, it trances me and it's like someone else's art piece that works in one dimension that still affects the dimension of art in a way that it isn't pushed by the music. It isn't affected or influenced by the music, but it's imprint. You know, the music's quality content itself is lost in the translation. It's more of the power behind it that that. is translated and processed into the power behind my art. And it's something I learned. It's like, I don't know. I've, Weird ambient sounds like that. And it's like, lyrics or not. For me, I've always seen lyrics as an instru- and as another instrument. Yeah, definitely. Oh, there's a cat. There is a cat. He was hiding underneath the couch for oh a while. Caesar, you, <laughs> you, you fat ass in your pants. He's walking in with his pants I right love now. him. He's very touchy. He is touchy. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad because I'm not used to cats that are touchy. He will shed a lot. I will tell you that right now. Yeah, I have a Siberian Husky who sheds a lot too. Yeah, he'll he'll let you pet him as much as you'd like to, but he expects some hair in your hand after you're done. I don't mind, done. yeah. I'm good on that. Um, um, but yeah, so, I mean, damn it, Caesar, you totally threw off my train of thought just now. <laughs> God damn it Caesar. yeah music like it, it, it's it's pushed my art and the passion for my art and passion for having that moment where i can just like fishbowl myself in um just yeah in like a sphere that's full of sounds and inspiration and feeling and then siphon it all through my hand through a pen onto paper it almost kind of brings you to a different meditative state i feel yes, like yes i tra- completely trance out i'm in the zone and like i go through lifetimes in my mental like i'm talking i'm thinking i'm experiencing and something i did recently because if you see my instagram if you see some of my art recently it's very kind of depressed and very um down because i'm going through something right now but i feel like the only way that i would have gone through it so quickly so far is because the instead of just thinking of whatever during that process during that moment where i'm listening to music and i'm drawing something i instead embrace the feelings that i'm trying to run from because i do it as a therapy i do it as a way to distract myself into like i don't know just like calm myself down but instead i used it as a more aggressive approach instead being assertive and embracing the feelings and feeling them out completely without any fear and without and with bravery and just power and it, and it went through into the art which i really liked For and sure. i was able to experience the grief without it being like endless just like in a dark room or like watching a movie or like drinking or something it's I something that. that looks it's a reflection of me and what's happening looking back at me and i feel like it's more productive and it's not in vain i'm not just you know a lot of the times it's really depressing when you're depressed because you're depressed in vain because nothing can be done about it you can be crying about it but it's not going to change anything so it's all in vain why are you suffering and having an outlet gives it a reason gives it a purpose and because you can you can transform it into something else and use that energy and build it off into a different yeah and then it's not a waste of time and waste of tears and 
Yeah. You ever you'll see, never regret it. Do you ever see Animal Collective live? Oh, so the only people I've ever seen live, I've never been to a concert. I've been to a gig. Wait, what? I've never been to a concert. Okay. I've been to a gig in the social what? where I saw miniature tigers once. That's the most and all ever. This is... Very I'm sorry. This I is know. just very, very new to me. To I've been this. broke and very isolated for a long time. April 13th, 2015 is Fair when I finally got out of a very abusive relationship and was able to be social and like actually learn my talent because I had no idea anything. I feel that. Yeah. So there's that's one reason. And also, I've been poor. And <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely <laughs> definitely will hurt you. Uh, it'll put you down. But I just got a job, which is really awesome. Hey, <laughs> real shit, real yeah, shit. It's gang gang. Yeah, for real. Oh, oh, so you're you're throwing up the gang gang now too, oh huh? Okay. And I have to ask about this as well. Yeah, speaking about this, you know, with with some gang gang stuff. Why do I see on your stories all the time videos of just twerking? It's just <laughs> nothing but just ass. <laughs> Just twerking nonstop. Okay, so it'll be like it'll be you know like like a, <laughs> it'll be like a video of I don't know of you doing something else you know drawing yeah and then it's something else regular <laughs> and then it's a picture of yourself and then it's just ass then it's just <laughs> ass nonstop. It's very it's very special to be able to share with people my best friend like my friend is amazing her body is like everything that a lot of cartoon artists draw. <laughs> Like perfectly voluptuous, you I know. Feel, you've seen it. I feel like she twerks at any moment possible, just based off of your story. Like, yeah. because like <laughs> in one day, I think it was I don't know, it was maybe like a couple of weeks ago or something. In one day, there was just a video. There was multiple videos <laughs> in different places, all the same <laughs> thing, but a completely different environment. And I was just like, man, what is happening? It's literally like we. Um, especially now we both have the same job, by the way. Ah. She's my best friend of 10 years. I've known her and we've slowly like grown into this world together. And, um, like she just has a very beautiful ass. And when we get drunk, we get crunk and we get twerking and, you know, we get really dancey cause why not? We like to be like, that's also kind of why we were like <laughs> hired because <laughs> we're like peppy and like kind of quirky and smart. Yeah. You're having fun. Fuck it. Yeah, we were able to be in the idle moments. Why not dance? Yep. And a lot of the time we were like just drinking or watching memes or watching anime and like just fucking smoking a lot of weed <laughs> and dancing and twerking because why not? Like she has such a good ass and I really want to share it with the world. <laughs> I mean, I'm not not watching it. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm definitely still watching the videos. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, there's ass. All right, that's good. It's literally why not? It's literally like. I will allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Not like anyone asked, but okay. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, I see. <laughs> That's no. another thing is a lot of people are like, oh, you're looking for attention. You're looking for, um, I don't know, booty calls or something like that, something sexual. They always come up and start being like kind of predatory. Mm. And that's just a great way to like, you know, take out the trash, you know, uh, as well as yes. it's just like, Every woman's gonna understand why there's twerking videos. Most of women would understand why there's twerking videos on my story. Okay. But not a lot of men do. And it's like I like to ask the question of why. I mean, <laughs> I think I understand, you know. I, I just have to I just have to put it out there as yeah. a as a journalist, you know. I am oh. an I am an ass journalist, if you will. Yeah. Investigating all ass. <laughs> Sounds super weird when you say it like that investigating all asses yes. i mean as long as it's all asses and you don't discriminate 
Oh, no, I don't discriminate. Good. Don't discriminate. No. Except when it comes to my ass. I definitely discriminate when it comes to my ass. Okay. My ass is off the table, ladies and gentlemen. There'll be no investigating of my ass whatsoever. Unfortunate. I know. Prostate gland's really fun. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. See, I don't necessarily take it to the prostate, but I do like gooch play a lot. Okay. Like pushing that little button down in there, like right in the gooch. Like if you get in there and you push that button, then that's you know. like ten percent of what I you know. could be feeling. I know. I and know. it's literally only up to here. Trust me, I know. It's like the G spot. It's literally the exact same. I've definitely routine. had it. I've definitely had it done before. I've admitted to it on the podcast, oh, and okay. it was it was not my. Uh, I was not ready for it at the time. Did I you was, not consent? No, because I think it's it was it was post sex. And we were in the shower, like showering off and cleaning. Okay. And I'm just chilling. The the lady in question is behind me. I'm chilling. I'm just letting the water just, you know, wash over me. You know, I'm, I'm doing my post-sex thing. It sounds like the exact virgin story you would expect. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Did you have like white sheer nightgown on getting wet in the waterfall yes exactly exactly <laughs> yes i had luscious luscious uh, golden straight, hair. <laughs> yeah, straight golden hair at this time yes indeed and uh so i'm like letting the water wash over me you know i'm just fucking in my my post-sex meditative state of just ah uh, you know like that 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 whole vibe you know and I'm letting the water hit me, and next thing I know, all of a sudden, everything feels so much better. And I'm like, what is happening right now? And I'm like, uh, what's happening right now? <laughs> and then the feeling stops, and it I didn't even realize it while it was happening, what it was. But after the feeling stopped, then I realized what had just happened, because I could feel like the suction of the... <laughs> The finger coming out. <laughs> what a details, yes. I mean, it's it's a very detailed <laughs> process, you know. It's uh, you got to get in there, and so right after that, I asked her immediately after, as I was just like, "Yo, did you just put your finger in my ass?" <laughs> she was just like, "Yes, yes, I did." And I was like, "All right, that's pretty cool, but you know, please ask me next time before that happens." Yeah, ladies, that's not good. That's a, there's a double standard when it comes to consent with men, and it's not. It's not. Thank you. That for it, it ain't she. It ain't. It ain't it, Chief. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for sticking up for for that devil standard. I appreciate that. I, I mean, yeah. I don't. You know, I'll let you touch my butthole, maybe. You know, just, just talk about just it. Just ask me. Just ask yeah. me about the ass. That's it. Yeah. Why are we talking about my butthole? I don't know. You tell me. It's your show. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Um. So, the twerking. That can continue. I'm assuming that's going to continue at work now, now that you both are working together. So that's probably oh, yeah. a thing. Absolutely. Oh, okay. get ready for that. So there's a thing. There's a thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say something else right after that. I totally forgot. Let's get back to the fucking art. Fuck all this music shit and all the uh, twerking. all the twerking and, and my ass play. Yes. Nice. Um, that's going to be a nice little gem for people to find in the middle of this. Good luck. We hit like some serious we topics. We had literally like... We had demonstrations of the noises. We had full visual imagery. Yeah. We, had we went from like Cold War to to Scientology yeah. to mental health straight to ass play. That's how it goes. That's usually the, <laughs> the routine. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, actually. <laughs> so uh, when did you start painting, might I ask? Was okay, that from so like, like a young age also or did that not come till later? No, definitely was only drawing for at least 10 years now. I've been drawing mostly in just the margins of my... Uh, 
homework or like in my notebook or like my sketchbook from art class i did some pieces there that i guess i painted but it was never it was only it was always for class when i dropped out of high school my art soared and i started doing some painting but it was always still in my sketchbook and it was always still on pencil sketches what grade did you drop out of uh junior junior year why i, I don't know it was all coming down really hard i was starting to skip school i was 17 <laughs> i was like just hating it and i really was not i was gonna fail my final so i was like let's just leave and i'll finish it in virtual school my mother always will hate me for this but i just never f continue with the virtual school and then i get kicked out and all that stuff and was with an abusive boyfriend and then i came back april 13th 2015 mm. and um <clears throat> I had a really nice time, but I wasn't doing anything in art. I was still drawing, and I was still doing pieces on my own, on my own volition in my room, like slowly building up skill and just like doing it very productively, but I was not doing anything in the community. Um, I was just, I was doing face painting at Body Talk and stuff for like 2015, and then... Really? Yeah. Damn. It was an amazing time. Way back when they were behind Sandwich Bar and Space Bar, with the good old mural, the good old times. God I'm about to it. blow your mind. Oh, no, what? I was the first MC for oh the very gosh. first Body Talks. Oh, wow, dude. When they were at the space back in the day. Oh, I, my God, yeah, the space. I missed that. I emceed the very first Body Talk when it wasn't even known as Body Talk. What was it known as? It was called the Voodoo Party. <laughs> and it was at a house. I'm glad they changed it. Yeah, it was at a house over on Avalon side, like yeah. uh, over close to UCF over there. Uh -huh. It was at a house over there. They had a house show, and it was basically just your typical house party, like move all the furniture to the side and set up a DJ booth in there. Yeah. And I emceed that shit, and then they moved it to the space right after that, the next month, and they changed the name to Body Talk. Nice. So That's I em quick. I emceed like the first four or five Body Talks. Wow. I've come to a real pioneer, the the OG. <laughs> so this is that's what I'm saying. Like this is, but you're OG, you're OG in itself, doing face painting as well. Yeah, yeah. Because that this means we probably ran into each other at some point. Yeah, definitely. your face definitely looks familiar. Way like when I first met you, like recently. Um, but I get that a lot. <laughs> like yeah. I always remember a lot of people's faces, but I never really anything else. <laughs> Damn, that is crazy though. Shit. Yeah. Okay, All of so 2015, I was just doing like, uh, not no life painting, just face painting and like partying and trying to go out to events and learning to be social again, like a normal person, but with this like huge handicap of yeah. being isolated for so long. And, um, and I met someone and I found out about Rainbow, which is Rainbow Gathering, yep. lots of hippies. Been there, done that. Love it. It changed my life. I literally thought I was going to die my 21st birthday that from a dab. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> It oh, was, okay, from a dab, gotcha. It's just a dab, like no no other thing. It wasn't, But it was enough because my ego died and a lot happened. You had an ego death from a dab? Literally, I'm telling you, my whole... What the fuck? I think it was because I was so isolated for so long that I didn't have the under, like the, the, the callous towards socializing and being unconditionally loved by strangers. That's that understandable. When it did happen, I really just could not understand what's going on. And it's I just a mentally lot. went crazy. Yeah, just a lot all at once. Yeah. and Especially I do, if you're high as shit. I have um, like a form of psychosis that can be, and I have a very, very low tolerance and lightweightedness towards weed um, because of some medical issues. So that it, it does make sense. Word. But, and then I did an acid trip with complete strangers I've never met and it was still fine and it was all good. Also at it Rainbow? Changed me. Yeah, also at Rainbow. 
um, last year. It was it changed me that whole um, experience Joker, from the dab. Yeah, and um, after that, I traveled for the entirety of 2016, um, went around the country and learned how to sell my art, how to depend on being able to provide for myself, living home free, money free in my car, next living next to my car in a campground with some friends and just looking for work. But in Portland, I was uh, stationed in front of New Seasons, this really bougie kind of Whole Foods store. Okay. For like, for higher, with more people with more money. Gotcha. But it was um, legal for me to be on the street and be able to sell art. Um, and I made at least $70 a day doing portraits. And that was so much for me. Like that, that was is so a good. Bad. That's like more <laughs> than a lot of people make. Yeah, like, seriously. And um, and that's just like a low number. Like, I was, a lot yeah. of my original art, I was very undersold, but it was like letting go too. Gotcha. And I met people that I that knew about me from an app called Sketchy too, which was very interesting. They the one woman came up and she was like, "Wait a minute, this art looks familiar." And then I look up from what I was drawing. She's like, "Oh my god, you're East!" And I was like, "What?" That was the first time that ever happened. I was that's across the country. Gotta be weird as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so yeah. what, what was this app, though? <clears throat> the app is called Sketchy, and I was on it from 2013 to 2015. And it's pretty much, it's a really cool app. It's Sketchy, but without an E, S-K-T-C-H-Y, unfortunately, still only for iPhones. Uh. And um, pretty much, you can post pictures of yourself for artists to draw, or artists go on there to find inspiration. And it's pretty much like you slide over, and you see the original, and you can still art on there now, which is Interesting. really cool. Yeah, I've been there for a long time, but I've kind of left because i needed to start making money yeah. and branding myself on a more bigger social media like damn so you Instagram. said you said you were doing that from 2013 to 2015 i and think that might have been 2014 and 15 okay I don't but know. but this lady saw you in 2016 yeah like a year after you were not even because I've, I've kind of i mean i kind of was still going on there every once in a while nowadays i don't go on there for at least like a long ass time now but she like me and her communicated a lot over it and like no, it's East is a pretty good name to remember. My art was kind of like big back then. Like now, I don't have as much followers, but I was in the top follower count then. Be- gotcha. Back, back in the day. Gotcha. Um. So a lot of like that was not only the only one. There was another woman also who like met up with me in and Portland. You, and that you talked to these people through the app before yeah. you even met. That's yeah, it was a really good community. Crazy. It was an amazing community. Like I, and it still is, I'm sure. It's just, I feel bad that I've left it, but I really did not have the time for free art, unfortunately. I feel that. Priorities, priorities have to shift, have definitely. To exactly. We yeah. all got to eat. So then after I got back um, to Orlando in 2017, I did so much. I live-painted almost every week i was um doing some little pop-ups i was selling art i was doing bigger pieces i was doing pieces in front of people life painting like really really helped get my name out there and my skill set out there i was gonna say when i first met you you were live painting oh yeah wait 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 when when we did the podcast you were live painting oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was a little low-key that was like more like actually maybe i did you meet wanna. you i think i did meet you right before that but i mean i've done live painting in now vinyl art bar uh yeah all over the place yeah like um kush lounge word i have not been to kush lounge it's really really ooh, it's good yeah it's like a stripper pole there's like an oxygen um bar it's really cool and it's all neon and like it's all white based but 
with like neon subtle colors. Apparently, really I need to go to Kush Lounge. All you right, go to Kush Lounge, I will. Yeah. I will put that on my list for Kush <laughs> Lounge. Damn, that is crazy though. Like, I got to give you the props for before coming back to Orlando for doing the traveling for yeah. a year, and because that takes serious balls to do that. Yeah, it it was changed my life forever, completely. Like, I learned how to. Be able like if I'm ever in a position where I have to be homeless, I now know what to do. Yeah. Like literally, like it was a test run, but it was also like a complete spiritual experience where I learned more about myself than I ever could if I didn't go. Just like it's like traveling outside the globe, but like within the country, and it's still like just as mind opening to an extent. You know? Yeah, for sure. I recommend everyone to do it because it's it humbles you. Like pride, like is good, but like. It's not going to serve you when you need it most. When when you exactly when you're at your weakest. Most definitely, I need a good ego death coming up soon. Actually, ayahuasca. I've got a uh, maybe not <laughs> ayahuasca. Maybe not yet. I, I think I have a good mushroom trip coming up soon for myself. Yeah, I need um, some. I need some of that. I'll probably probably be going off into the woods or to the beach by myself. That's the only way. If you do shrooms inside of old four walls, a four wall space. Oh, you're fucking yourself. Oh, it's it's just like gonna swirl and like yep. become a tornado. Yep, you need that shit to expand you, outwards mm-hmm. into the the world. Let you, mother absorb all your toxin, exactly. mental toxins. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's why everything looks like it's breathing when when you're mm-hmm. tripping because everything is breathing and yeah. it's all trying to talk to you and you need yeah. to communicate with all of those living things around you that you forget are living in the first yeah. place. That's why Rainbow was so special. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be able to experience the things that I did like that wasn't like I have so many so much anxiety and had so much anxiety and like fear and mistrust in people but I was able to be completely spun off my ass on acid Mm. with complete strangers I only met like two three days before in the middle of the woods 30 miles away from any internet or gas station or anything um like where scorpions were. There was a person who um, did a vow of silence that was bitten by a scorpion and didn't even squeal. Like the people you meet in Rainbow really like. Some serious shit going on out there. That's gorgeous. for sure. Yeah. Most definitely. It's been a long time since I've been back to Rainbow. You should come out. Ocala. I think I went February. in. Uh, I went in February to Ocala. It was, I want to say maybe 2011. Oh my gosh. 2000. It was somewhere between 2010 to 2012, I think. Somewhere in between there. The good old times. It's kind of weird now. It's crazy. It is crazy, man, yeah. uh, to think about it, you know. I was I was out there. <laughs> and I've talked to I've talked to people that live in Ocala too, yeah. you know. They they don't have the same uh, same viewpoint of the rainbow people. Yeah, the locals never really like us. No, they're not too hyped <laughs> on it. But you know, you know. But we do we do do good. Like we never leave any trash. We never um they just don't like the homeless people panhandling their their stores, I guess. Yeah, it's a it's a reality of the situation. There there are some shysty people that do yeah, tend I mean, to come around at times. Definitely, definitely but that's with happens. anything and everything. Like yeah. with any groups of people, there's always going to be those people. Yeah, and and being in an anarchist setting, it definitely is very um, teeter tottery, kind of like so and so. But it, yeah, it it's when you trust in the elders and the people you're around that. Yep. You'll be okay. Yeah, shit can get wild quick, but it all gets handled. Yeah. It all gets solved. It, it shows that it can be possible, but I don't think both can exist because I feel like a lot of the Babylon 
aspect that's mm-hmm. the part beyond the woods Where affects the woods and it makes it different you know oh yeah for sure it's unfortunate you I can't mean, see it isolated yeah i mean like it's own you know the whole weekend warrior aspect of it and all that yeah. you know it but it is what it is that, that comes with everything so any anyway so back to back to the art and painting and everything oh, yeah. so yeah i've been painting for at least like three years now and I still don't like I still find my comfort in sketching and like the mechanical pencil, I think, because I've had such a long relationship with it. Like I always depend on it. It's always something that I do before I start painting. So it's always there. Gotcha. And um, painting sometimes is the next step that I don't really get to. But when I do. It's like an amazing time. It's just like, I don't know. Maybe I should just get some paint pens because I really don't like using house paint. <laughs> I feel that. I did see that you were hyped on this new paper that you got also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It was just like a random sketchbook my mom got me for like my birthday, I guess. And like it's just like very soft. So like I can use very like light strokes for like but then it'll fill it all in. I th- yeah, I think it's because it's so flat and there's no like little craters for it to bump, jump over gotcha. or like get too much graphite in. So it's more even, and now I can... You sounded yes. pretty fucking hyped about it. I was so happy. I was like, somehow the universe did me right. Caesar's meowing for his food right now. That's, that's what <laughs> he's doing. I love Caesar. He's got 15 minutes. He's got pants on. If you see, look, he's, got, he's wearing pants. <laughs> he's definitely wearing pants. I he, love his little white socks. He's, I know. That's what I'm saying. He's like in a tuxedo. This is really crazy because he has the same like little white indentation right here. From my um, my deceased cat, my oh, first cat, Churchill. R.I.P. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Churchill. R.I.P. <laughs> but you know, I believe in reincarnation. Oh yes, <laughs> the energy has to go somewhere. It's just a, a <gasps> his little sock on his tail. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's got socks everywhere. That is for sure. Love five him. five sock Caesar. That's what I call him. So for you in the future, what is next for East? Um, I'm going to be doing, um, I'm going to help out with my friend Elizabeth and Sapphire for doing a door, um, in an installation for Creative City Project. Okay. Which I'm excited for. Oh, the Immerse thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yes. 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 (laughs) And (laughs) after that, I'm just working on a couple of, like, isolated pieces and, like, still processing, um, my situation on paper and, um. From then on, it's going to get more busy at work, and I'm kind of giving it, like, I'm not trying to plan too hard, so I won't be let down if my work will take up a lot of my time, because I do have some medical issues Mm -hmm. that need, uh, like, relaxing time to be able to, like, recuperate, yeah, recover, and um, even from art, even from something like working out, like... I'm going to have to see where I can arrange everything to still see if I can still do it, if I can still be as like productive and as consistent of an artist to be able to do any potential gallery shows or um, something that I really want to do is be a comic artist and have my comic come out there because I have a lot of stories to tell and stuff like that that I see in the future that I don't know if will be um, something that I can do anytime soon. This is a seasonal job, though, so... I'll definitely be back if I if it is something I can't keep up with. But I'm keeping good hopes. I feel like I'll be okay and I'll be able to still 
put work out there and have projects that I can be a part of. You're going to be fine. I, th- I think you're I doing so. all right because your shit is dope. Thank you. I, I haven't even got to say that on this episode <laughs> yet. You know, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to blow your ego up or anything. Oh, okay. But now okay, I will, now I will, <laughs> I will blow your ego up now. So, you know, no, your shit is seriously dope. Like, uh, honestly, I, I enjoy everything that you've been putting out. Thank you. Shit is fire. I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. No worries at all. A lot of the all. time it's very like, oh, it's of that vulnerability. Like, yeah, you go through a whole step process of like, I'm going to choose not to care if someone doesn't like it or doesn't feel it or it ain't it, ain't it, it chief. That's hard to say. It ain't <laughs> it chief. <laughs> that ain't it chief. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> someone said that to me because of that one Siamese making out picture. I was potentially going to ask you about it, but I, I, I was going to let it slide. So, so somebody somebody straight up said, this ain't it, Chief, yeah, to that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're very offended by a penis? Like, yeah, exactly. There is literally so many male artists out there whose entire pages are full of tits, pussy, and ass. Yep. Like full-on tattoo artists that only tattoo very sexual feminine shit you know yep. and i don't mind that that's great i i follow them i love their shit i would love that tattoo i would love to buy one of their arts like but it, how come i can't do that exactly <laughs> like, i love penis exactly. like i want to draw a penis why not they're naked they're making out they're about to have sex but they're conjoined yep <laughs> penis is very erect too I thought it was like a good it's like, like it's a mini maybe, chub. Like maybe like a half chub. erect. It's it's there. It looks like it's on the rise as the picture was drawn. Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like it's like in chub form, mm-hmm. but it's elevating as it was being drawn. Yeah. Just enough where it's like in its normal position. Yeah. Upward you know, like that. It's definitely there. It's definitely there. Yeah. I thought I fucking enjoyed that shit too. Me I didn't too. care. Because it makes you think, honestly. That's yeah. that's the whole reason of of it being put out there in the first place you know like to to see who is going to be the people that will just be like oh okay those are siamese twins kissing with a penis and they're probably about to have sex i lost like 20 followers (laughs) did you really i did i watched it go down that i think it was most of the people that came from kind of like a really uh like close-minded yeah part of instagram but see this is how you weed those people out exactly i don't need you to see my shit <laughs> in two to three years they'll probably be back exactly <laughs> well i hope so i'm so sorry i unfollowed you for that <laughs> penis picture i'm back I'm and then sorry. my whole page is all just dicks and yes. they'll just have to deal with it exactly <laughs> you know what that's what you need to do. Let's just. I'm gonna do that for just a full on week. Just draw nothing but penis. Nothing but dicks. It'll be like super bad. Super bad. Do you ever see Super Bad the movie? Yes. What? But not. I don't remember. Because uh, Jonah Hill, his character, uh, in the movie, what is his name? Seth. I think. Drew dicks all the time. Yeah, he drew dicks all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like super bad. <laughs> Uh, with a little bit of like a class and sophistication. Just yeah, message, his, his you know? yeah his dicks were his dicks were definitely creative. They were unique. That Something is for sure. different. I think I think if you drew dicks for a week straight, I think everybody would be fucking hyped. I'd be hyped. I'd hope so, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm also very doubtful of that. It's a big risk to take. It's a big risk to take. Yeah, That's for sure. I definitely dick risk. <laughs> Big dick disc. <laughs> exactly. It's a big disc to take. Yes. <laughs> One day, though. Definitely going to be my bucket list. Damn right. 
dicks for a week. Dicks for a week. At that point, you might dick as well week. just do dicks for a month. <laughs> dick week. It's like <laughs> shark week, but dick week instead. Yes. <laughs> it's not something to draw, though, if I'm not getting dick on the regular. So Ah, uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I understand. Time. Hashtag dick week. Hashtag dick month. Dick month. Oh, dick month would be great. Dick appreciation month. Yo, straight up. Come on. Let's just appreciate dicks out and there, then of people. And pussy. Appreciate month. I think pussy is just appreciated year round. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. Just, it's, it's true. Just, that is the end the all. Yanni, holy yes. grail. End all be all right there. Literally. Yeah. Dicks only get a month at best. <laughs> only get a month at best. It's a great month. It is a great month. You know, it's, it's a wonderful month. So I will say. Um, because I didn't get to bring it up yet. I know you're a big lover of anime. Yes. What are your top five animes? I did not prepare for this. I know you didn't. That's why I popped it on you like that. This is going to sound really cliche, but it comes from being like a good homegrown anime time when it was starting up. I was bullied for that shit all of my fucking childhood. I had anime all of my walls. And they were the most cliche ones, but okay. Number one. Wait, should I go five to one or one? You to can five? in whatever order. It doesn't matter. Okay. Just however, one, however you're feeling it. First to last would literally be Naruto. Alrighty. Shippuden. Okay. Okay. Naruto Shippuden. See, I never personally got into into Naruto. I just there's. I think too it's much- a nostalgic thing for me because I can understand someone being burnt like burnt out eventually but it just never does because i have a passion that's what i'm saying like i think i already missed the boat on the passion like there's just too many episodes now for me to go back and actually be yeah. like emotionally involved it's definitely a different experience to like grow with them exactly exactly um, yeah i don't hate on that shit at all i just yeah, think like yeah. if i tried to do it i would probably get you, bored pretty quickly yeah you would have a different experience it yep. would definitely not and that's unfortunate. Like you have to ha- just have the opportunity to realize it beforehand. To experience it but as it was what, happening. Yeah. Get in quickly with uh, uh, the new ones here at Academia right now. Like I haven't started this, and everybody keeps fucking telling me to watch it. Please, I I also need to start it. But that's one of those things where you could grow with that potentially. I don't know. It's definitely for kids. But anyways, um, Naruto, Mushishi, which is an obscure one, not a lot of people I know. I do not know that. It's so good. You got me beat, dog. It's so good. Um, here, I thought I was anime came <laughs> over here, and not anymore. Apparently, <laughs> who do you think you I've is? I've been dethroned. <laughs> um, it's really good. I definitely recommend it. Mushishi. Mushishi. I'm yes. writing this down right Mushi now. Mushi, and then she. Where the fuck is my pen? All right. Well, I'll write it down on my phone or something. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> None of those are real pens. But yeah, exactly. I've got all the pens. He's got that three I, pens in front of him. But yeah, not all real the pens, <laughs> but not one that can actually write. God damn it. Okay. M U S H I. S H I. Yep. Boom. Oh my god. Oh my. God. Yeah, he's he's getting real hyped up now. <laughs> it's getting to be that time that he wants the food. Okay. So. Yes, you're very vocal. I understand. God damn it. I'll get you food in like meow. five minutes meow. or something. <laughs> Anyways, back to the back to the real important shit here. So, <laughs> Naruto, Mushishi. Naruto Shippuden. Oh, yes, excuse Mushishi, me. Mushishi and... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to close the door on you, bro, if, if you don't calm that shit down. Oh, that, that's I all love he does. vocal ma- I love vocal ma- cats. He's very vocal, yes. Very vocal. Don't Don't let him bother you, okay? Naruto Shippuden, Mushishi, and Death Note. Haven't seen Death Note still. 
I have to go back and do that. Horrible. How could you? I know. I know. I know. I will. I will. Trust me. I'm getting there. Death Note and One Punch Man are kind of tied. So maybe I fucking love One, One Punch, Punch Man. Man. I love so much. Me too. Like I, the parody aspect was literally everything that was needed at the time, like, and still is needed now. We need it. Season two, please. I have cried tears, laughing so hard Me at One Punch too. Man. Like, because it's just perfect. Literally, it's <laughs> perfect. They they found a way where it, it's it's a whole round picture that's completely like it's just. It works so well. They fucking nailed that. Like, they nailed did. it completely. That's why I'm scared we're not going to get a season two. <laughs> I know, because it's like, uh, do you really want to, like, I know. test the boundaries and see if you can Sometimes, stack up to what it was? Yeah, exactly. But also, it's a good challenge. And then for the fifth one, I guess that one's going to be kind of hard to think of. Because I don't remember a lot of the old ones, but if I don't remember them, then they mean that much, mm. you know? It's hard, I know. It's hard. It's hard. Um, I think I want to say Flowers of Evil. You got me there, too. You got to see it. Okay, Flowers of Evil. I it is kind of like a live action that has been drawn over for every frame. But I think it's just the art style that's so like realistic looking. And the um, the subject matter is very fantastical and sci-fi and very mental and spiritual as well as well as being something that's very daring and exciting and impersonal gotcha and mushi she's about like completely like little creatures called mushi that create like weird things like what deja vu feels like or like little thing nuances like that that's why it's on number like what was it number two yeah it's so good it's definitely something you can't miss out like it's I'm watching if you ever watch anime like it's so good fuck yeah i'm down are you watching attack on titan right now right now is it is there a new season out? yeah they're in third season right not now yeah no i still am at the 26th episode i yeah, gotta get back buddy. in it yo it's on hulu okay well i guess that's what i'm gonna be doing next because i'm about to get finished yeah. queer eye <laughs> they got subs and dubs on hulu too. i know what are you i'm subs all okay, the way Okay, good thank the you fuck, who the fuck do you think this I'm is i'm making sure because some Come people on. are like very proudly dubs and i really wonder their sanity Come on. <laughs> i was a- i was actually w- i'm re-watching bebop right now and oh yes, uh, oh, yes. see bebop is on my top five have you seen space daddy Space Dandy, I have Space not. Daddy. <laughs> that's what they call me. When the ass play starts happening, that's what they're like. Yo, do you want me to get in your Space Daddy? Oh my god, that's how it works. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I haven't got to start Space Dandy yet, just because I was kind of out of anime for a little bit when it came out or when it was starting to come out, and that was like I took like a two, three year hiatus or something from anime. Me for a too. While. I do. Oh, I did that as well. Like it, I don't know why. It happens with 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 most things. You it's know. It's really good to come back though. Exactly. The feelings are still there, and it's good not to lose them because it's good feelings. Exactly. You can get burnt out on a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, like a lot of things you enjoy, and then give it its time uh-huh. to just have its space and its room, and then you can fucking come back and yeah. boom, beautiful all over again. Anime. It was just like that. Yeah, Space Daddy is pretty much one. Space man. Daddy or Space Dandy. Space Dandy. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe Space Zaddy. Space Zaddy. Zaddy, Zaddy. <laughs> um, it's pretty much One Punch Man and Cowboy Bebop together. Yep. Kind of like crazy. See, I've seen a couple episodes, but it was when it was after the series had already started. I think it was already like 
I don't know, like 15 episodes in or some shit. Yeah. So I had zero frame of reference to what was happening. Um, I think somebody was just watching it. It's really, it's, it's not, it's, don't they really like die it. every, okay, fair every enough. episode. <laughs> yeah, see, I remember that And then happening. it continues like it's nothing. I yeah. remember that happening. I remember That's some deaths I and I was like, wait, why is this, still, why are they still alive? Yeah, okay. it's chaotic. It's pretty much like. Every single episode is its own universe and timeline. See, I support that. Yeah, see, you know, I'm, I love you. I'm going right back through Bebop, Very and then it. I'm going right back through Champloo, oh, and yes. then I'm going to do Dandy after that. See, I did the same thing where I kind of didn't finish my Death Note re- rewatch, but mm-hmm. I rewatched all of Naruto except the f- all of Naruto Shippuden. Have yet to touch Baruto. I'm not ready. Wouldn't Death Note be way shorter? Than it was Naruto? way shorter, but we were watching it with my with my best friend. Okay, ass, I got gotcha. you. Know I know gotcha. how that goes. I understand. We never yes. end up finishing. I I understand. <laughs> I understand how these things happen. Yes. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah for anime. Fuck yeah for anime. Exactly. We the best out here. Oh, yeah. I know. used to have cosplay L, and I would go to conventions all the time. Oh, really? I had my first kiss in MegaCon when I was 13. Oh, shit. <laughs> I paid $5 for it, and two people raised their hands, but I picked the uglier one. <laughs> so I was really nervous to kiss my crush. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Baddest decision of my life. It was all toothy and gross. It was bad. Wow. That's a terrible first kiss. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. It's okay. And you paid for it? I paid <laughs> 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 oh, oh my god shit, i was man. literally like i'm i was the most antisocial did not know what the fuck to do to talk to other people like that is a gem that's why anime helped and, uh, oh, i gotta say yeah, yeah no seriously that shit works for all those people man like everybody needs their own collective of their own like-minded individuals yeah. to get involved with and be able to feel social and like feel just like a normal person because fucking people who watch anime are normal yeah We're and doing it when you're people. younger it's like it's it's easier to, I don't know, have fun at con- conventions. I've been to a couple now, now that I'm an adult, and I feel so much more isolated and pushpulled in my own experience. Yeah. Like, all the things that I felt like I was a part of when I was there when I was younger, I felt like a stranger in now. And I don't know if it was because of my hiatus. I don't think it was. I think it was probably because of just the world grinding you down and giving you calluses. Okay. And when I was younger, I was like, okay with being annoying i guess and obnoxious yeah, and yep. then and now i'm just like very self-observing observing you know i feel that and it's it gets in the way and now it feels like i lost something like that I feel that. conventions are amazing they can get pretty ridiculous very quickly and it's the best part i even have a yaoi paddle from there that i used to like <laughs> smack people's asses like that was my whole lifestyle until i got really broke <laughs> i feel that i feel that once yeah. the money situation changes it is yeah you know, just completely well if you what if, why would why not just like go to the conventions and then just draw there the thing is they have that i mean i definitely want to do that i guess you'd probably have to like but pay for like a vendor spot or some shit if too. i want to do it in the dealer's room i'm pretty sure yeah if i find someone that i could just sit at their table and draw it's very hard, especially with MegaCon. They're very expensive, but there's Orlando Anime Day and smaller places where I could go to. Yeah. Um, but it's just like a lot of the time, even the people who have like all their art completely immaculate, it's laminated keychains and like pins and stuff like that. They paid a lot of money for. They still don't make more than they paid for the spot ah, sometimes. So it's really, really hard. It's yeah. disheartening. Yeah. It's very disheartening. And it's, uh, I don't know if it's worth it, man. I feel that. I feel that. So I know you did just have your first live show back at Starter Studio. Yeah. Are there any 
shows in the future potentially potentially in um the game space perhaps i yeah. had a little uh conversations with jamal but yeah. i told him straight up about the whole job working thing but i think it'll be in the future i just don't want to like jinx it yeah <laughs> like, i, I want to definitely leave it to have room to do what it wants to do whatever it's meant to be will be you know i feel that what it, however it flourish it will yeah absolutely I've, of course i'm down and I have a lot of pieces that exist now that I can have in shows while I work. But I like to have something new if I'm about to be in a show, you know? I got you. Yeah. I got you. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. It's like when stand-up comedians, uh, I don't know, like when if somebody sees a stand-up comedian, you know, multiple times and they see the same content, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People can kind of get burnt out on that as well. So I, I, I totally understand, you know? You want to keep things fresh. Yeah. It's like it's also good incentive because I mean, for the starter studio um, show, I had pieces that were in my room just on the wall for years that I had to finish like before it. Uh-huh. That I put myself that goal of finishing it so I could put it in the th- in the thing, in the show. But like <laughs> before that, I literally would not touch it, and I don't know what why that is live painting gets me to paint a lot more and then and then it all has to do with painting like sketching i'll still be doing i'll still be drawing with a pencil but when it comes to painting i for some reason can only really do it very well live painting or before a show that's interesting yeah that's why i'm gonna do you just like the pressure you think i don't think it's a it's a pressure it's just like it i don't know does it seem more natural it does seem a little more natural and i feel like maybe because uh, it gives me something to do while I also socialize, because I have a problem with socializing that. and then having those idle moments of like nothing to do. You know what? I do feel that <laughs> even more so than I originally thought when you said it just now, because I really enjoy going out and doing live podcasts at events. Yeah. And it, it, it makes it, it gives it a way where you can express exactly what you do in life and what your passion is yep. while also socializing with people, meeting new people. Exactly. It's definitely broken a barrier between a lot of people who... Yeah just you know see me posting a link or some shit and have no idea what this is all about Mm -hmm. but then they see me out doing at an event and they come up and talk to me and i have them on the podcast and they're like oh this is this isn't as like bad as i thought it was like this is totally different than what i was assuming it was yeah it definitely looks very it's very professional looking and looks very like Ooh, what's this? This looks really official and cool. You have <laughs> microphones and cool little like radial got gadgets. connections. Yes. Yeah, I got gadgets. You <laughs> got know, you know, I got gadgets and shit. <laughs> yeah, you already know. You already know. So I, for one, am personally hyped to see the new shit that you yeah. will be coming out with. I'm definitely working on some stuff. There's some stuff in the works. Hey. <laughs> How can people buy your shit if they want to now? So I used to have an Etsy, and hopefully when I get my first paycheck, I can get that back up because I have a bill to pay. Yep. So it's suspended. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But I might move from Etsy too because they're, um, they raise some percentages when it comes to... Um, sales? Just like, yeah, sales. And it kind of like pushes out a lot of like single... Uh, artisans of any kind, single single people who are just trying to have like a little business on the side. That's some fuck and shit. And for some more like bigger um, businesses, people who that. are more consistent and doing it for a living. And it's unfortunate. It's very capitalist. What are you gonna do? Yep. Hopefully, I don't know. More fungus. So all of that you can find it is 
on Instagram right now. That's where all of my art is, as well as any possible like sneak peeks to new art. Word. So some, so if somebody's interested, just hit you up on Instagram. Basically. Yeah, literally. That's where I have all my um, commissions that I accept. Usually, I mean, you could still email me as well. I answer emails, but most definitely. That's where I usually have most of my um, exposure. Hell yes, yo! Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. This, this has been so much fun. Right? It's, uh, it's, it's not as bad, though. As yeah, uh, when I came in the door, I was very intimidated by all the, like, gadgets and the whole setup. But yeah, it's yeah. just chilling. Very comfortable. Yeah. yeah, it's just us. Just chilling, you know? I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I'm proud of you, too. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, especially you getting through the whole ass play conversation. I mean, <laughs> you handled that like a champ. I mean, I eat ass. I love ass. So. Boom. Hey, I eat ass. I don't give a fuck. I don't eat it, like, all the time, but, right. you know, if there's a washed booty hole, I will eat some ass. <laughs> you know? That's exactly how I feel. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, no, seriously, though, you took you took the ass play conversation <laughs> like a champ, kind of like I took that finger like a champ, and, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Yes. Anyways, please do your shout-outs. Any last words you have for the people at home, anything along those lines. I love you guys. That's all I can really say. Boom. <laughs> Find her on Instagram. Yes. Find me on Instagram. East Dodge. Spell it again once for the people who. E A S T. E A S T D O C H T. Hell yes. Thank you for coming in, seriously. Thank you. This is quite fun. Very much appreciated. No worries. No worries at all. Oh, yeah. You can follow me personally on Twitter at The Steez Trap and on Instagram at The Steez Trap. And with all that good shit aside, we are out for this episode. Take care of each other. Bye show, guys. The, show the love and whatnot. Yeah. Much peace and love, y'all.